All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Surviving Hollywood. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz, and this is Charlie. And I am Aaron Arnold. And I'm Austin Arnold. For all you guys watching on YouTube, uh, this is my boy. You probably met him before, but uh, all right, all right, that's enough. This is this is Johnny's son. Get to know him. This is this is my little buddy. Charlie. Are you going to make that dog a show dog? Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying to make him some, make some money off of him, man. We took a headshot together. We're uh, we're trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to pay for his food, you know? Anyway, so uh, here we are again, you know, just hanging out like usual. And uh, what have you guys been up to, man? It's, We're uh, just three friends hanging out as usual on a Zoom call. Yeah, I just want to say before we talk about what's going on, um, everybody get excited because in this episode, we're going over recent uh, movie and entertainment news. So the headlines ripped right from today. We're going to be throwing them out there and responding to them. But before we get to that, yeah, how are you doing? How you get, how are you doing, Austin? I haven't seen you since every day. Yeah, we lived together ever since the womb. But uh, doing good. I mean, there's been no auditions for me in Hollywood. I mean, there's been auditions, but for me, not in the last 10 days, I'd say. Here's the biggest problem. This is what me and Johnny were talking about before you. So the question you... is, what's your problem that you're not getting auditions? They keep going to Aaron. All right, there you go. go like... Ahead. Well, you know, what's taking up a lot of our time right now is Austin and I have a cryptocurrency YouTube channel. You guys probably know, but the bigger, so we don't have to worry about this necessarily at this point, anything could happen, but, uh, you know, our actors who aren't Leonardo DiCaprio are going to have to get real jobs. And well, Johnny was saying he's considering it. Well, for people that don't know that, the the YouTube channel that you guys have, uh, I mean, it's very successful, right? You guys are killing it. No need to be modest. All right. You gotta, you gotta be humble here. I'm hey, the, uh, one of I'd the say, premier cryptocurrency YouTube channels online. I'd say I'm one of the top 500 people in the world, Austin too probably, who can articulate the value proposition of Bitcoin. I could talk your ear off all day. Whoa. All right. You guys heard it here, right here, guys. <laughs> if you guys are looking to invest, these are the guys that hit up. They'll only take a 15% commission. And, and, and uh, you know what? If we want people to uh, tune out of this podcast, Aaron, we'll ask you to describe the value proposition of Bitcoin. Yeah. So I have a real question for you guys, because I think from, from, uh, from people that have thought about starting a YouTube channel, about going to that whole, that whole world, how much are you guys making? My that's, God. What, that's, that's what we all want to know, right? I already, I already told you. Yeah, but I'm not going <laughs> to say it. I want you guys to say it. I'm not going to say it. It really depends on how much you put in. Ballpark it. Well, it depends how much work you put in. Obviously, like you work on it every day, like you guys are doing it. You, All right. you have to you have to give me some sort of metric. Like you have how many views per day or month? How many subscribers? Johnny, I'll answer your question. Go ahead. I would say for about every one thousand to twelve thousand views, and our videos get more than that. But I would say generally, you're going to make maybe a hundred dollars for now, for keep, one for one thousand views for one thousand. To 12,000. So, and Aaron but, and I obviously but, split it between ourselves. But the caveat sure. is, first of all, our videos are over 10 minutes. So we stick the extra ad in there. Our videos have to do with kind of like tax slash finance, which is one of the better things to make videos about since you're not going to get de demonetized at all by making that kind of stuff. But uh, so it really And depends. also more people want to advertise. There's more like money in tech. So there's more advertisers as opposed to maybe a surviving Hollywood podcast, which is like. Here's the bigger thing. Austin and I were working. Oh, Austin, <laughs> Austin and I were working on this for years, making no money or like a year making no money. And then an additional year making, you know, pennies, uh, pennies to $10 per video. And, you know, it's, it's still on that upwards trajectory, but 
you know, just like well, acting, you better you better love it. You better love doing it when you're not making money, just like the film business. I mean, I know you guys don't want to say the exact number, which is fine. I get it. I, get I gave it, you an exact. It's fine. It's yeah, you did. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just. It's more for the audience, guys. I know because and how many I people? Lo- I, I love to. I love. Are sitting around thinking, man, I should start a YouTube channel. I can make some money. I got nothing to do right now. But am I going to be actually make money from it? You guys are living proof, dude. There's I think, nothing I love more than alienating our audience. So I think that's why it, I'm not answering. If we, you would have asked a guest that question about a YouTube channel, and they would have gave that answer about 1,000 views, we would have accepted that. That would have been a great answer. And I accepted that answer. And just anyway. so everybody, just so everybody knows, we have you know told Johnny before how much we make in ad revenue. So Johnny's just doing it for your benefit at home. So <laughs> I'm just trying to start my own YouTube channel. But like you don't, you don't make a lot in ad revenue compared to how many hours you work, generally speaking. Well, anyway, oh, guys, fair enough, get, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I just want to say before we get it's to just the keeping news, me, it's keeping us out of uh, you know the breadline. In less than sixty seconds, Aaron, what's one tip you would say to a new YouTuber that's trying to create a channel? I'd say I'm the guy to talk to. You need to pick my brain for many tips because I'm a, a I'm an expert in that regard. I'm a, you know you could say I'm an expert in cryptocurrency, but really my expertise is in growing a YouTube channel. That's why our channel is doing so well here, 1,300, baby. But I guess one tip, uh, you're going to get out of it what you put in. Uh, So first of all, thumbnail and title are the only thing that's stopping a potential new viewer from clicking on your video. So the thumbnail and title better be engaging. You don't want to deceive anybody. with Clickbait. Yeah, I mean, you you walk the line, but you want to keep it engaging, but you don't want people to click on it and then be deceived. After that, after they've clicked on it, I'd say you probably only have three minutes, if not 30 seconds, to keep that viewer and turn them into a potential new subscriber because people are going to click away. So the name of the game is holding people's attention. And, and I just want to say- Quality content trumps all. Yeah, it, it, we're assuming the quality of your content is good, but there are certain barriers that nobody will ever know if it's good if they don't end up clicking. I actually got a question. Maybe you guys probably know the answer to this. What classifies a view on a video? Like how much of it do they have to watch for it to count as a view? If the video is over 30 seconds, they have to watch for 30 seconds. If it's less than 30 seconds, they have to watch all of it. So if it's less seconds. than 30 seconds? Okay, so they can watch well, 30 seconds of video and it counts as a view. If it's less than 30 seconds, they have to watch all of it. But if it's over right. 30 seconds, if we have a five minute video, they have to watch at least 30 seconds. So what the if answer jump, is 30 seconds. Even if they jump in the middle of the video, like they just move it to the, to the middle. And they, yeah. Okay, just curious. I never actually never, I never knew that. So hey, you learn something every day. And you know what? I'm asking because we're on uncertain times. A lot of people were at home that, you know, I even told you guys this before that I might have to get a job. I don't so know. What jobs the, are you considering? That's huge. Dude, you've been yeah, in major. I'm thinking about trying this uh, crypto, crypto channel, trying to get in maybe. I don't know. Uh, dude, assistant. we'd help you. We'd help you. I, I constantly, uh, dude, when, when Bitcoin was around three to $4,000, I saw this screenshot. I owe Johnny like a hundred bucks or something. And I said, do you want to get paid in Bitcoin or cash? And he picked cash. Just so you know, I am you could, thankful you could, that I took that cash. Right, well, Bitcoin was three thousand to four thousand dollars at that point, and now it's twelve thousand. So, well, so I would have made a few pennies. Johnny <laughs> fed himself that week, though. That's <laughs> true. I had to pay rent, dude. So, no, I don't know what I'm considering. Honestly, I, I, I mean, I've looked around a little bit. I kind, I want, I'm trying to stay in the industry, sort of, but I'm looking for something remote, something I can do from home, because once this thing sort of normalizes i don't want to have to like clock in somewhere or go to an office or won't you quit because if it um you could it, i could because you, just mean, go, cause you have skills in photography but that's kind of shut down at this point too i mean everything that i that i do is kind of shut down right now so i was basically living off of unemployment and then the occasional acting gig that would come up here and there 
the ones that I got recently will help for like maybe another two or three months. But then after that, I'm, I don't know what to do. So, hey, um, despite time. What, what we're doing, you know, the industry is going on without us. And I have some recent entertainment news, movie news. Stuff is still getting into TMZ. Stuff is still getting into entertainment to, tonight, despite the industry, you know, being shut down. I, I'd love to read you guys some headlines. Wait, what um, was the jo- Johnny? I thought you were going to give us a specific job or something that you're looking at. <laughs> what? Now that I was looking at? No, I just said remote, remote stuff. That's what yeah, I was okay. looking for. Remote, work at work, anything. work at home jobs, dude. That's it. Like he's got what? nothing. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, what? I've been I've been applying for I've applied for a couple of things. Most of them been like writing jobs, or they've been a like a small at home production type jobs, like where you're producing something or whatever. You're on Craigslist. Oh no, I was on. Well, I did look on Craigslist, but there's not a lot on there. I was looking on. Uh, there's. I am a oh. man seeking another man. <laughs> I've been on that one. I've been on that one. Casual encounters. Have you guys heard of that? Oh. Uh, yeah. No. Or- there's entertainmentcareers.net has a bunch of stuff on it. Um, and there was another website, just all the, all the basics, dude, indeed. You know what I mean? All those zip recruiter, all the things you hear about. Dude, the fact that you are in, we're in every, you are in every procedural cop show, you've been in major stuff. And the fact that COVID happened and solid actors like yourself and like others are forced to do this. I'm shook. Like, obviously I get it, but I'm shook that this happened. Well, I have a little money saved up, but I don't want to just blow it all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what am I, I mean, I don't want to just hang on to that and then all of a sudden it's gone. So, but I did get some, I did get some news. So weirdly enough, another procedural I auditioned for in Mexico when I was shooting something else on CBS, uh, they actually just hit me up to see if I was available. Dude. So hopefully. What kind of show is this? What, be, another, be a guest star on another procedural. On what CBS. platform or what? CBS. CBS. Yeah. So. Hopefully, do you have to audition? I already did. I did a self tape when I was in Mexico. But that was okay. That was so it was long. Back in, it was in back in March, <laughs> and they they just emailed my agent. And they're like, "Hey, we shut down because of COVID, but we know Johnny auditioned for this. Is he available for these days?" So you're pinned. Now, I not they didn't say an official pin, but they were just like checking availability. So oh, dude, that's that's it's a sign, might, dude. It's a sign. Anyway, yeah, this might be your bet finest hour yet. <laughs> I mean, anyway. But yes, it is, it is with the news, man. What's going on in the world? So I pulled some headlines, you know, from the latest movie and entertainment news. Some of this is celebrity stuff. Some of this is movie and uh, industry stuff. And basically, I'm going to give you the headlines. I might read you a paragraph if there's more information to tell, but they're mostly going to be headlines. And I'd love, we'll just all give our opinion and move on. You don't need to have a long opinion, but we'll see what you guys, if you have any hot takes. I probably will have a long opinion. This is going to, this is just going to vary from something, stuff that seems very unimportant to stuff that's more important. So, uh, again, rip straight from the headlines. Simon Cowell breaks his back after riding electric bike. I heard about that. What do you guys think about that? He broke his back, Simon Cowell. Well, he broke his back working on that, on X Factor, right? Am I right? Dreadful. Utterly Dreadful. So he, he was riding a uh, electric bike, and after this has been reported, he tweeted out advice to his followers. Did you guys want to hear his advice that he tweeted? Well, I, I think what I what I do take from that story is that he's very you know uh, conscious of the environment. So good for him, electric bike man. I, I like how they had to put that in there. Electric bike. Does it matter? Well, his advice um, to his followers because it was reported that he was <laughs> yeah, breaking his back is uh, my advice to you guys. He said. Um, if you buy an electric bike, read the manual. I see. 
All right, he's got a you know still that you know British sense of humor, so he's in good spirits. Yeah, and now is he worried about COVID now, having to go to the hospital? Oh, well, think- Kelly, Kelly Clarkson stood up for him, and there's been some rumors of late that he was kind of like on Ellen's level as far as running the behind the scenes or whatever. But Kelly Clarkson stood up for him, and she's actually going to replace him on whatever show he had to host. So, well, I was mm-hmm. just going to say, besides him getting accused, or America's Got Talent getting accused of maybe some toxic masculinity or chauvinism or whatever, Simon is one of the high profile celebrities that really hasn't you know, been me too when he probably definitely could have done that stuff in the early 2000s, but he seems like a good Whoa. guy. Do you think it's more, do you think it's more of a put on though? I, I feel like it's, that's part of it, right? Cause we all know like his, his sort of personality character in the, in the show is like kind of the asshole sort of. I'll go as far as to say the show has never been as good as when the original lineup, Paula, Simon, Randy were on and they were insulting the bad guests. You know, it's just like, Oh, you're okay. You know, Katy Perry, oh, you're not the best. I liked it better when Simon was like, what do you want from me? That was dreadful. You're just like, just give up. Why are you here? Yeah, but now those are interesting. We do have a lot, uh, lot more stuff, guys. What else you we got? Want to move on? And again, these are just headlines. If you have a take, say it. If not, it doesn't matter. Uh, Moving on. Kylie Jenner turns 23 today. Ooh. That's news. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys Whoa, have what? anything to say to her? Happy birthday. She's a first, she's the youngest self-made billionaire, Johnny. Yeah, self-made, right. Hey, speaking of uh, Kylie Jenner, um, this kind of ties into another piece of news. Cardi Whoa, B- dude, dude, you were just cruising through these. Because we have a lot. Don't, shouldn't we discuss them or, or is that oh, a joke? Okay, yeah. No, I well, mean, she turned 23. What did you guys want to no, say? This is, this is Aaron. He gives us the news. I'm about to answer. Any, he, any comment? He, All right, moving on. No, he rephrases the news <laughs> and then I give, say a sentence and then we move on. I just didn't think the headline Cardi B turns 23. We could... Wait, I thought you said Kylie Jenner. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Ki- okay. And then my next story had to do with Cardi B, but um, Kylie okay. Jenner turns 23. Well, I, I, thought was, we, I thought we covered it. No, I was just going to ask you guys, but do you respect Kylie Jenner for being a businesswoman? Because any, any rich kid could easily not have started their own line, but she actually did the work. <sighs> I don't know her personally, so I can't really say it, but in my opinion, no. Like, because they, they, the thing is that like, they're already, they're already set up. She, I mean, she's already set up, you know, but it's she, like, she could have just been, not, if someone's like a self-made billionaire, I'd be like, they had absolutely nothing to begin with. And then they became a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like, like Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Exactly. That's a self-made dude. Respect. But like, when you're already born into like a family that has like $500 million, <laughs> oh, she made another, she made a billion, but off of the name, you know what I'm I saying? I respect like Travis already... Scott for, you know, getting with her. I mean, because that guy's like a middling talent. He's okay. He's pretty good. He's got some good songs, but to get with, you know, Jenner, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. You know, which Jenner are we talking about? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Anyways, so to go along with that, guys, to go along with uh, Kylie Jenner, she actually had a cameo in Cardi B's new hit single. Music video and song dropped just yesterday. The song was called WAP. You guys heard this? You guys have an opinion? I saw the music video and I understood there was some dilemma, some issues with her in it, but I did not see her in it. But I just well, I think the issues were many people were coming out against the song in general, not her. They were against the song. I saw uh, Ben Shapiro, the popular uh, conservative new media guy, you know, come out against the song. Um, Song is basically uh, rated R. Uh, It's about you know banging. And, uh, you know, I guess, I guess Ben Shapiro's point is she's not a role model. This is, this say, is, this, wasn't, this is that what, the con- wasn't that the controversies that they were like, oh, this is what 
kids feminist, power is there sort of this is what feminists fought for this song i see i think I like she it. i think she should be able to sing it anybody is trying to shut her down just go someplace else it's like trying to shut a comedian down if you don't like it that's fine but yes. there's a different comedian for you i mean they've been doing it for years this isn't new i mean hip-hop albums and whatever have been doing this since the 90s the 80s man like all that that shit's always been selling you know so what is this what's any different now well, you don't like, think that when Elvis shook his leg, that didn't shake the nation? And the I was going to say, like Mark Norman said, what, do you want to be the person in history shaking your fist at Elvis? No, of course not. <laughs> or do you? you uh, I'm, listen, I'm not even a Cardi B fan, so I don't really care. Hey, uh, here's a, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking. We have, we have a lot more. Uh, hey, Hamilton, oh. the, po- the popular uh, show Hamilton musical. Got canceled, huh? Well, first of all, cancel culture. Hamilton was the biggest thing anybody streamed in July. But beyond that, I did some other news. Hamilton star Leslie Odom Jr., who played Burr, uh, almost refused to do the movie over a pay dispute because he wanted to get paid as much as his white counterparts. So, Johnny, have you seen Hamilton? Yeah, but what do you mean refused to do the movie? The guy uh, who played Burr. There was, was a stage movie. Essentially the lead. Oh, yeah. He, On Disney+. Uh, Plus. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but it, it was just a. But they did the performance on camera. It wasn't well, a movie. Movie was movie was the wrong word to do to put that live performance on. Um, basically, making making a movie. I mean, it was originally supposed to be a movie, but because of COVID, they had to put it as a streaming thing. Okay. But he um, almost refused to do it, and up until like a day or two before, he didn't know if he was doing it because he wanted to get paid as much as his white counterpart. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Wait, I have a take, but Johnny, did you see? Hamilton have you seen it yeah I saw it I know I know which, I know what character he is yeah dude he's in my lead. opinion yeah in my opinion oh, well, that is such a burr thing to do to be all salty like that and and almost refuse to do it no but which what what white counterpart is he talking about because everyone was black except well, that's, that's but he's the not, question but he's oh Latino. so he wanted to get paid as much as the guy who wrote it created it produced it well that's what I was about to say he's the star of the show he's gonna probably give him a little bit more so Johnny you don't think he should have got paid as much as the white guy He's not white. He's Latino. <laughs> right. well, not, guys, that is, that is obviously true. the that's next uh, question. After doing a little bit digging in the film, I guess um, what he compared it to, because he revealed all, the, all this on Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast. And um, what he said, he, this is a quote from him. He said, I'm like, here's the thing. This is it. This is my area of expertise. This is all I have. This is my life's work on stage. And so I can just sell it away for magic beans I can't give it away, Odom said. So I can ask CAA, what does my white counterpart, what does Aaron Tevit make when he does Grease Live on TV? And there it is. So basically he's comparing himself. What did the people who did Grease Live for TV, what oh. did they make? So it wasn't oh. Lin-Manuel. Yeah. Wasn't so that, that, because that's, like Johnny okay, said, the whole cast was black or Latina, except for uh, him. And I don't even know. So he's comparing it to basically Grease Live, and he wanted as much as this one, I guess, one of the leads in Grease Live was making for Grease Live, and they weren't going to give it to him. And he held out, and he was ready to walk away, but they ended up giving it to him. And, and Aaron, whoever, that's the same guy that was in Rent, and he was also in School of Rock as the... Um, you know that? He was you know, the singer in School of Rock that was in the, the other band that kicked Jack Black out, but then showed up in the final thing and no, sang No, that it. wasn't him. I don't know who. I that mean, was. he wasn't the guy who sang. I didn't, I didn't see Grease live. Looking it up because that was the. Um, so okay, yeah. So he's comparing it to to that specific live performance, mm-hmm. but that was a one-off, right? That was only a one-time thing. 
right? I guess he's comparing. Or was that, a, was that a continuing, was that like a, a performing theater that was traveling or whatever? I, I guess it was similar circumstances, basically like a um, guy who originated the role, obviously he can't originate the one for Greece, but the guy who was playing the role on stage got a deal to make it into a TV movie or something like that. And Aaron Burr basically said, I want to get paid as much as that white guy. Well, the question is, did that, so that guy was the one that got the deal for it to be a, a TV movie. He got the deal. He was just an actor and he signed oh, on. He was just, he was just the actor then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that I mean, makes sense. Hamilton yeah. is way more popular than Grease Live. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, then yeah, I guess if he's, if he's holding out for that, then. I mean, I sure. think we, we've all yeah. been, we've, we've all been there where our agent asked for more and then we all ended up still doing it after we couldn't get it. So I respect I, both parties. I mean, I mean, if he said no, would they have, what would they're going to do then? Cause isn't he like, he's one of the main dudes. It would have been objectively worse cause he is a great actor and he did a right. great job. Well, it they, it was really good. There's, there's always the understudy who was chomping at the bit. They could have got somebody, <laughs> I'm sure. Sasha Baron Cohen was the understudy. So. <laughs> that would have been great. Hey, um, this next story is pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this. Did I, do I did, story? actually. I saw this. So you know, Saved by the Bell is coming back as a brand new original show for the network Peacock. NBC? That's their uh, online no, no, thing? No, no, no. It's not Peacock NBC. Peacock is their streaming service, right? Okay. Well, it's for Peacock. All right. Well. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's for NBC, but I do. Yes, it is. Thing called NBC Peacock. is the Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, but I don't know if Peacock is the same thing. It might it's be their streaming know. service. Yeah. All right, perfect. So it doesn't have a premiere date yet, but it's coming to Peacock soon. Here's the here's the tag. Uh, Slater is the gym teacher, and Zach is naturally now the governor of California. According to the trailer, the grown-ups have certainly not forgotten about their school days, with even with Jesse even freaking out at the possibility that some of these teens might experiment with caffeine pills. Wait, who's Jesse? She was one of the ladies, um, and I guess an original. Jesse was, wasn't she the one that was dating Mario Lopez's character, Slater? Yeah, wasn't I think she so. she the one that did drugs and got weird well, as an Well, caffeine pills, um, and that was her drug is, in the show. Is, Dustin, the is, Dustin, is Screech going to be in it? Dustin the Diamond? only people I saw was um, Slater, Mario Lopez, the girl who plays Jesse, whatever her name is, um, and I, they, I guess they reference Zach Morris as mayor, but I didn't see him in the trailer. Mark, Mark Paul Gossler. I, did, I didn't see the only two people I saw was Jesse and Slater, but I, they, they said that Zach was like the mayor or something. Um, but it really looks like. It what looks about like, Be- didn't Belding die? Mr. Yeah, Belding passed away, right? Well, Belding also got proved to be a pervert, didn't he? Did I he? don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that. Whoa. <laughs> I think they're stuff with somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I think the pop up that they had for Saved by the Bell in Los Angeles last year was enough of a <laughs> reboot for me. Well, the show does look kind of like Twenty One Jump Street movie esque in that they're making fun of themselves. They're making fun of what the show was. So oh, then I love it. If they take well, that thing, I love that. But then you also got Slater or Mario Lopez acting again. He's the only. He's the only one that's probably in, in still fit shape, right? Yeah, he's great. Um, I don't know, man, because I was a big fan of Saved by the Bell when I was on because I would watch that as a kid. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I don't think today's generation is going to be into it because that's... You know uh, it's, I mean? it's out of touch to say caffeine pills. What's a better drug? She's they- making fun of it. That's why she's like, they, okay. they have some sort of thing. Here's the thing. This is, the show seems pretty progressive and, you know, it's like well, you, com- you comments be, on itself because the lead, they said the person who's playing the role of uh, Zach Morris, so it's obviously not Zach Morris or it's not even... 
proposed, I don't think, as Zach Morris's kid. It's just the person who's taking on the role as the lead is a, a famous actor who's a transgender. So I guess a transgender is playing the Zach Morris role. I like this more and more. I love this if, <laughs> if, if they're like being weird with it. Not that that's weird. Well, actually, that's normal. Thank you. You can um, only hope your kid is a transgender. I would love him or her. I, I'd hug him harder. I don't I would. Uh, are I don't, they, why is it a hill? It's got to be a him. I mean, I, I would just stick to non-binary pronouns, dude. I would love In the it. show, it's a guy it. who's, it's a person who was born a male and now it's a female. I wouldn't have known, honestly, from the picture I saw. I want to know if that kid's going to be able to freeze or whatever they did. Yeah, that's what they said. They, 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 the guy who plays the Zach Morris type character, the transgender, commented a quote saying, I'm, you know, in theater or in acting, they teach you not to look at the camera. This is a whole new thing for me now that I have to break the fourth wall. Fourth I don't know, man. They, they did Fuller House. That was terrible. The, the show nobody same, wanted and nobody was asking same, for. Same deal. You know what I mean? So I, I'm going to pass on it. It was terrible, but also nobody cares in the sense that... Exactly. So why would they... I think Full House was a bigger show than Saved by the Bell was. And nobody cared. Right? Well, but I'm saying, I'm saying nobody cared that it was bad. That the network knew it was like bad and they didn't I think care. So, I well, think it, got can, it got canceled, right? Isn't it only on like two seasons and that was it? Yeah, so they ended up caring. I think Saved by the Bell had more of a cultural impact than Full House, although I think... I watched Full House a lot more in my, like here's the thing, growing yeah, up, know. they always put Saved by the Bell, even Saved by the Bell college years, um, you know, back to back with the Fresh Prince. Austin and I were more of like Fresh Prince people. See, if they want to be progressive, bring back like Family Matters, dude. Hang it, remember Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Remember that show? Anybody? Johnny. Family the, Matters? The fact Please. that you're three, three years older than us is really showing because I'm not relating to these references. So will you guys be watching Saved by the Bell? Probably not. I mean, I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch gonna, like the pilot, maybe. I'm good. I'm not going to watch anything on cable or like something that has commercials. That's my generation, guys. Sorry. I'm not going to watch anything I got to pay for. If it's free, that's fine. Hey, uh, this is probably one of the last, like, you know, best, most, you know, maybe we'd have a comment on this, then, a, you know, tapers off from here. But this is pretty interesting. You guys probably heard about this. B the Blazing Saddles remake has no, got. Mel Brooks? Yeah, the Mel Brooks's Blazing Saddles, the remake has finally got financial backing. Now, now you guys heard about this or you need me to explain it? I've not heard. You I'm haven't heard. even heard that they were like... No. I, I always thought the meme was they can never remake those because it's not PC and, and it would never work today. And and the thing is, it's not a... It's it's definitely not going to be an exact remake. It's, it's almost like just... Uh, I forget how they described it. But what it is, it's, it's called Blazing Samurai instead of Blazing Saddles. It is a computer animated reimagining of Mel Brooks's Blazing Saddles, and they just got financial backing. Computer and animated? So, so, so if you guys typed it's, it's, it... It's not a Western, and it's a, like Samurais? Yeah, I guess it, it's called Blazing Samurai. And the ta I, I'm looking at the poster right now, and it says, prepare to crack up. And what you see is a, the, the backside of a big fat cat or something with like a sumo wrestler's thong. And then the tagline is prepare to crack up. So this is, uh, they're, they're remaking it with basically cats and dogs and animals. I'm going to say I effing hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because it's taking away in this post-COVID world, real actors no longer get the jobs. It'll be a couple of voice actors. Maybe Johnny will love that. He's killing it with the VO game. But um, it's, you know, it's, it's taken away my job. And sorry if I get a little protective over that. Why well, don't you gonna... just 
get, get a VO audition, dude. I want our entire audience to boycott that show. Okay, we're like, not going like, to watch it. Like this, when you look at the poster and like basically stuff they got so far, it doesn't give you that magical feeling as an exciting, usually Disney type thing. It gives you that kind of cynical vibe, like this is a Sony thing or something. You know, it's cats versus dogs or something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's you're you're trying. Are they remaking? Is it okay? They 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 I call mean, it like a soft remake or something. Huh. I mean, I, and, and I, I have to look into it. It looks. They, it sounds really weird though. So far, I'm not really feeling it. But Aaron they, describes it as cynical, soft remake. Well, it's a soft remake. Um, here's the thing. Yeah, a budget is forty six million. So here's the thing. Like some people, I. Could we all agree that Blazing Saddles is one of the funniest comedies of all time? Funniest movies? Definitely. It's an iconic film. Iconic. It's, it's, I mean, for the time, and it still holds up. It's, 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 it's still got hilarious scenes, in my opinion. But do you think Blazing Saddles, the original, is like racist or problematic? I guess that's what the social justice warriors would say. They prefer they- it with animated cats and dogs. The original was good for one reason and one reason only. Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder both are really no longer in the game. Maybe it's Mel Brooks's name, but he's, you know, he's not really. Well, those are two white guys. Well, I'm saying, but that was the reason it was good. Oh, I would. Gene Wilder passed away, so yeah, he's not in the game. The point (laughs) I'm trying to make. That's what I'm saying. You're like, well, he's no, they're no no longer quite in the game. I was trying to get you. I (laughs) I was trying to get you guys with gotcha questions. I was trying to lead you into saying something because the point I was trying to make is, did you know that Richard Pryor was one of the uh, was one of the writers on Blazing Saddles? Was he really? Yeah, he was. He was the one writing the lines. Obviously, it all went through Mel Brooks, and there were more than just those two writers, but he was a big one. And a lot of, like, the black lines and the black interactions, he was writing. A lot of the, when they said the N-word and stuff, where the white women mm. at, that's Richard Pryor. Mm. Great line. I just, somebody was just talking, somebody was just talking about him on Mark Maron. It was, uh, oh my God, what comedian was it? I just listened to him, and he said that he, when he met Richard Pryor, they got high one time outside the comedy club. And then he realized like how insecure he was or something. Really? Yeah. Because he said something like, man, uh, I don't know. He said, made a comment to him. Like, I don't know. This isn't even funny. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, uh, Richard Pryor was, wore his emotions on his sleeve. So I believe it. I believe it. I can't forget who it was. It was a recent one too. But anyway, just reminded me of that. Chris D'Elia. Negative. So I guess just to finish this up, the voiced cl- the voice cast thus far includes Michael Sarah, Samuel L. Jackson, Ricky Gervais, uh, Demon Hunsu, and wait of, bit- of the Blazing Samurais. Yeah, and a bit of a meta cheekiness. Mel Brooks, I guess, is, has a voice too. I like those guys. No women, interesting. Yeah, all white guys too, huh? One Samuel British. L. Jackson. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. Hey, I can't wait till they do a reboot, an all-women reboot in four, three years. All right, let's do a speed round with just like the final headlines. So um, just give me your quick thoughts and we'll go through them, okay? Yeah. Okay. Sean Connery voted the best Bond in Radio Times poll with Timothy, Dal- Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan as runners-up. Do you guys think Sean Connery deserves the role of best Bond? And who do you think is the best Bond? I'm going to go with um, no. I personally don't think he's the best Bond. I'm a Pierce Brosnan guy all the way, but I can understand why he would, you know, everybody would think he is because he was, you know, he made the role. Johnny, who's the best Bond? 
Uh, I actually uh, agree that I think Pierce Brosnan, for me, he is like the most stereotypical of what Bond you would think he would look like. Like, you know, perfect fit to a T. But I actually prefer Daniel Craig because when he first came on the screen, it felt so more, so much more real. Like he played, he played it like a real person. Like Bond and all the other movies is sort of like this like untouchable figure. Mm-hmm. But in Daniel Craig's version, like one, he doesn't look like the stereotypical Bond, and two, it's like he gets beat up just as much as any other guy. So I'm going Daniel Craig. I heard uh, one of our f- high school friends used to say they liked Daniel Craig better than Pierce Brosnan because they they don't want their James Bond to be friendly enough. You might be able, be able to have a beer with them. Pierce Brosnan, it's like I might have, be able to have a beer with that guy. Well, Daniel Craig. Uh, I think that's what you do want in a Bond since it, inevitably it is a movie. Don't you want to have a beer with the guy you're I, rooting for? I think so. Um, well, I want to see, see Idris Elba as the next Bond. I think he'd be great. That's who I'd like to see. He's a little too urban, according to the author. Not me. Well, Pierce Brosnan is also my favorite Bond, probably just because I grew up on his movies. Um, but yeah. Next headline. Kanye West says he's in a great place as he reunites with Kim Kardashian for family vacation. Should he really be taking a family vacation in the height of election season? Kanye, we hope you're well. We love your music, man, if you're listening. Hey, here's a headline. Elle Fanning. You guys know Elle Fanning. It's the sister of mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning. And she, Elle Fanning oh, yeah, starred yeah. in such movies as Super 8, Maleficent. Uh, right. She's to play Michelle Carter in a new Hulu series. Michelle Carter, if you don't know, is the girl who, it, through text, encouraged her boyfriend to kill herself. So Elle Fanning is going to be in a Hulu series biopic about the girl who texted her boyfriend, yeah, kill yourself. I don't know this story. What is what happened? Yeah, me neither. I just know like the general headline that this guy committed suicide and upon the investigation, they saw texts where he, the guy sent his girlfriend, I guess I'm going to kill myself. And she was like, promo- like promoting, yeah, kill yourself. Why is this a story? Sounds like a great plot. It was a story like years ago. Anyway, oh, to turn into a movie. Everybody, everybody loves that story, and they're turning it into not a movie but a series. So, oh, <laughs> Elle Fanning's going to be playing that role. All right, well, I, I'm going to give good her a for shot. her. I'm going to give good her a shot. Her. I'd love to work with you, Elle. I like her. She's good. And in the final piece of news, uh, and this is uh, just dropped today. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Jason Derulo knocked will smith's front teeth out did you guys know about jason this derulo yes dude do you guys are you guys familiar with the story or no before no. i continue oh. so so how do you think jason derulo and knocked will smith's front teeth out in a tiktok this dude is all over tiktok he jason he, yeah jason derulo i think it's in a tiktok or a youtube video but like how though Boxing. so you think it was okay so johnny how would you guess uh to he was hitting on jada Nice, dude. Actually, there was an entanglement. So Austin guessed uh, fighting. Johnny guessed cheating. Um, actually, they were playing uh, in Will Smith's uh, home virtual golf machine, and Jason Drula goes to take the back swing. Swing, and it seems like Will Smith is coming up to like kind of like prank him or something. You know, Will always has the cameras going. It seems like he's like going for the ball or something. With the back swing, he knocked out both his like front teeth and like side tooth. And there's a picture of it. 
And there's dude, a video. You can see the video of him doing that. Dude, that's uh, totally on Will. So I hope he's no. I hope Jason's not getting blamed. For well, that. Will posted the picture with his Jason Derulo by his side, is smiling. And now his career's ruined. What do you guys think about Will Smith? You guys, it doesn't seem to register. Dude, I'm a big Will Smith fan. I love Will Smith. Mm. Guys, I mean, if he registers. What do you want me to say about it? Yeah, and I'm not sure what you want me to say. It was his own fault. I mean, yeah. to, to think about if George Clooney lost his teeth, I think that would be a big deal. Uh, but look, guys, guys, honestly, guys, if you look at the video, it seems like it might just have been a prank. Um, it seems like he might have been. So it never happened. It never happened. Well, it seems like it was a prank. It seems like Will Smith is wearing fake teeth. In the video, he seems to be mugging a little bit too long after he got his teeth knocked out, you know, facing the camera and stuff. Okay. I mean, I think I think you'd be kind of pissed, right? I feel like if it was real. Not Will, not the Fresh Prince. Well, I mean, like, you'd be, like, upset, like, not that, you know. Carlton would be pissed. Because, I mean, dental work sucks, dude, and that's a lot of – he's not going to be able to do anything for a little bit. Yeah, I, I think, think we can all – I think I can speak for all of us. Tell me if I'm wrong. But while we all love Will Smith and the Fresh Prince – None of us are really buying into his YouTube page and new content. I disagree. I love Will Smith, but you don't have to buy into it. The fact is he's killing the game with or without you. He doesn't care if you're a part of it because the world is a part of it. Yeah, dude. Do you subscribe? Do you, do you just subscribe? subscribe? On Instagram, I do. And I've watched plenty of his YouTube videos, but they post the same content. So um, here's the he's thing. very inspirational. I agree. If the, the type of stuff Will Smith was making when he was rapping and on his TV show and the type of guy Will Smith that we grew up on was... If Instagram, if social media, if YouTube would have been around in the late 80s and 90s, he would have been a social media star. Absolutely. He's, he's still doing it. You know, he's, he's, he's rising to the challenge. He's not letting age stop him. That's true. That is, that is very true. And that's well, all I got, guys, for the news. Some good, good, some good headlines there, bud. Hey, Aaron, great job, man. Made me think, man. Made me think. You guys had some great comments. Anyway. Hey. I hope our audience lets us know if they like this format. I think they'll enjoy it. I thought this was. You know, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day we can do this with some beer and hang out because it makes it a lot better. Am I do it right? Am I right? I mean, we t- we probably could. I mean, like we've yeah. been in the same room since. Yeah, you yeah. you know, for auditions we risk it. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. To get a buzz, it aren't a buzz and auditions the same thing? I'm looking forward to the day where we go live with this and then people are tuning in and we can interact with them and we have a comment. Maybe IG, IG live next time, you know? We can do YouTube live. Someone I would prefer has... to do YouTube live. All right, well, yeah, that we know the, there's no edit of the video, right? Like, here's the thing. Whenever any of our friends oh. go, whenever any of our friends go Instagram live, you guys know you're not watching that. Nobody's watching not, that. You know what, what sucks? When you accidentally click on it, you're like, oh, shit. I know. I gotta, cause then, cause I I says, get you're like, oh, no, because it says who joined. Yanni Ray Diaz popped in and you're like one of two. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, right how do I street. leave? I got to leave. Exactly. YouTube, it's better because you don't have to do that. And we actually have a more of an audience on YouTube. It's yeah. not directly like... It's almost like when you go live on Instagram, it's almost like you're trying to convince your friends to buy into your like, you know, uh, you know, service or product or whatever. It's like, it's like you all, all, all of a sudden you feel propositioned, like you're responsible for the stream too, because they know you're watching. Yep. That's exactly it, man. Anyway, well, again, thank you guys for tuning in. For the audience, if you guys have any suggestions on some guests you want to hear from, uh, please let us know in the comments below. Yeah. 